goodness. Good morning, everyone. So amazing to be back with you today. I hope each and every one of you have had an amazing last week. I am excited to be here with you again this week. Can you believe it? We're uh, looking at episode five of Leadership. Today, we're going to be exploring the power of our mind. We're going to be looking at things like meditation and how that can, if we choose to do some meditation, how it can really calm our nervous system, how it can really bring us to a place of what my mentor has shared with me and what I've learned to love is a coming home to yourself. We're also going to explore breathing and the power of our breath and how our breath can calm our nervous system, how this added benefit of exploring something that is so naturally there for each and every one of us can shift and change and allow us to feel more at ease and more calm, uh, experience less anxiety, more peace in our lives. And then we're going to explore maybe what what happens if we add some visualization to these two practices and what this can do for us. So I invite you all to settle in. At the end of this podcast, we are going to be actually doing a meditation together. It's going to be a short meditation, but it's going to give you an opportunity to experience um, just a, a quiet, closed eye process where we'll do some breathing, we'll do some centering, we'll do some grounding and some visualization. So you ready? Um, And before we get started, I just wanted to thank each one of you who have taken the time to watch, whether it's all four episodes so far, or just one or just a little bit of one. Know that that's perfect. And I and know that I am so grateful for you taking the time to consider the things that I'm sharing with you. I pray and I hope that it is a blessing. Uh, I can tell you that it's growing me and healing me and moving things inside of me that I did not expect. I hope the thing, the same things are happening with you also. So thank you so much for taking the time for yourself first. And then for me, I appreciate that. And just remember that as we shift and change, we are unconsciously giving permission to others to do the same. So by your little movement, you're creating a ripple effect that goes out to everyone else. So thank you. So let's talk about the power of our mind. We've been talking about affirmations, the power of our word. We talked about last episode as we were sharing about John's story and that miracle, the power of faith. And so meditation. And so here's what I'll just say starting out about meditation. All my friends who are Christians out there who um, maybe think this is going to be a little bit too woo-woo, let me just comfort you a little bit and just share. Um, This is an opportunity to be open and to grow. 
And even the word of God talks about that we should meditate on things. And so this is a very good example of that. And so please don't be uh, afraid of it. Please decide to step forward in faith and explore what if this is something for you. And so, like I said, a meditation, it's something for me that has added to my toolbox of things that I have that help me process, that help me to when I'm, uh, especially when I'm in a place of feeling really fearful or like I don't want to leave my home and things like that, meditation has been a saving grace for me. It's helped me just to get back inside of myself and out of my mind, what um, people who study and teach meditation will often call like the monkey mind, this mind that just kind of goes without um, a lot of effort. It just goes. I mean, we think, I want to say, and maybe I'm wrong, but hundreds of thousands of thoughts a day, hundreds of thousands of words pop through our brain. If you're a woman, it's the most. So, um, so just be mindful of that. We want to understand that we are not our thoughts. And that's what meditation has done for me is when I'm going through this racing of thoughts, which is what's happening to my mind and what I'm experiencing when I'm feeling a lot of fear or will, or when I'm feeling a lot of anxiety, I've got all these racing thoughts going on. And so what meditation has taught me to do is understand that I am not my thoughts. My thoughts are just there. They're opportunities for me to understand what's going on inside of myself. I am not my thoughts. And so I spent a lot of time in my life hating myself really because of the thoughts that I felt like I couldn't control were there. And those thoughts were there because of trauma and because of experience I had had that were pretty scary. And so then I would go through life judging myself as bad and wrong because of the thoughts that I was, that were coming up in my mind. And so being able to shift into this space of meditation and stillness and quietness and deep presence allowed me to experience for the first time the observation of my thoughts and getting very or feeling what it feels like to be myself and to separate myself from the thought an analogy that uh, this gentleman who is a professional meditator, author, his name is Ram Das. He, I listen to a lot of his meditations and there's a lot of resources you can find. There's apps for meditation, songs for meditation. You just go on your iPhone and search meditation. There's a ton of resources out there. So Ram Das, he's got some uh, resources out there. I listened to some of his meditations and he says, our thoughts, so imagine the sky. We see this blue sky, there's clouds in the sky. And this blue sky doesn't change just because of the clouds that enter through its space, right? The sky just is the sky. The clouds just are the clouds. And the sky doesn't change just because the clouds are there. And so that's a really great analogy that really helped me understand this concept that our mind is that sky. And those thoughts are the clouds. 
And our mind and ourselves don't change just because thoughts enter it. It's the judgment of those thoughts and the holding on to those thoughts and the attachment of those thoughts onto ourselves is what really causes the problems to happen, causes the suffering to happen, causes the depression and the anxiety to happen. And sometimes thoughts are just there just because that's just what's there. It's because over the course of your life, your brain has created these connections called neural pathways because of whatever you've been going, whatever has been going on in your life. And so those neural pathways, they build these bridges that become very uh, ingrained and grooved in over time. If you continue these same connections out of habit, out of uh, remaining in the same situation, then those neural pathways are going to become like a habit. And so this allows us this practice of meditation, deep breathing, visualization, along with things like affirmations, allow us to shift and create new neural pathways that say, hmm, isn't that interesting? That thought I've been holding for this long, it's definitely not working for me. So I'd like to experience something else instead. And so choosing a different thought pattern, which is where that affirmations come from, creating new neural pathways, meditation allows us to create that separation that allows that freedom to continue creating new, new thoughts, new patterns, new ways of behavior. So meditation, let's dig a little bit deeper into this. Um, As I take time to meditate, and I recommend anybody to do this once a day, spend time. It's one of the first things I do. We've talked a little bit about, or I've mentioned that I do, or I love to do what's called a miracle morning. Miracle morning is a book by Hal Elrod that I, um, learned about several years ago. And it's this small little thin book. Um, I highly recommend anybody take some time to read that book. We will do a podcast sometime in the future all about Miracle Morning. But for now, go and find yourself that book. And in there, he's going to talk about what's called the savers. And the savers are what you do in the morning for your Miracle miracle Morning. And the S starts uh, stands for silence, which is meditation. And so I, uh, when I do a miracle morning, I start my morning with a meditation, just getting quiet, just taking some time to get silent, just taking some time to go inward into myself and feel what it feels like to be inside of myself, to be inside this home and this space that is my physical human body. As I am getting quiet and getting silent and beginning that practice of coming home, I then can begin to see myself as the spiritual being living inside this human body. I begin then to connect with my spirit, my heart space, that space that is not separate from my ego, from that human self. Then I take time to connect my spirit with my higher power, whether whatever that is for you, for me, that's God, that's Jesus, that's Holy Spirit, that's angels. 
So take that time then to connect and get quiet. If I'm not doing, if I'm not listening to a meditation, I might listen to some soft music or I just might be completely silent and just become aware of the sounds that are around me, of the feelings that are around me, feeling what it feels like to sit on my couch, for my back to meet the back of my couch, for I usually have a fuzzy blanket covering me and what that feels like to feel that fuzziness. This then allows us to be present in this moment, which there is, that's where the power is, is in this present moment. And so then that meditation allows me to get really present in the right now and feel all that's happening right now. The beautiful thing about this is that anxiety, which is something I have been challenged with the majority of my life and still sometimes am, anxiety cannot reside in the present moment. Anxiety comes when we're thinking about the past or we're thinking about the future. So once I get into that present moment, anxiety just releases from the system. How miraculous. So then I will usually start to do a bit of a body scan. I'll start to, because I really want to usher in that present space, that present moment, I'll start and just begin to feel what it feels like inside a very top of my head and then moving down through my body and scan the entire part of my body, entire portions of my body. Then I'm going to, I'm going to invite some breath to enter the mix. We're breathing already, right? And so unconsciously so. And If we draw some attention to our breath and we're intentional with that breath, wow, there is so much power there to be had. There's so much healing, so much process, so much growth, and just learning how to work with this beautiful support system we already have on board, which is our breath. So then I'm going to draw some attention to the breath entering through my nose, letting that breath go way deep down into my belly, breathing out through my mouth, letting that breath fully leave my body, pressing in my abdominal muscles so that I push every ounce of that breath out. Then breathing back in and letting that fill up my belly. But what you want to achieve here is shifting from this shallow chest type breathing and allowing the breath to grow deep, to expand your rib cage so that those lungs are filling up and your belly should be uh, moving up and down. So if you're not experiencing your belly moving up and down, you're experiencing your chest or maybe your shoulders moving up and down don't judge it. It's just an opportunity for you to learn how to shift and just continue working with it. Don't get frustrated. Just let the breath go a little bit deeper. I am an example of somebody. It took quite a long time for me to really get this tool down. I had spent so much time shallow breathing and like, 
I mean, I think I went through life like, you know, just barely catching a breath. And so, so many of us breathe so shallow. I still notice it for myself when I'm getting busy in my real estate business and getting really productive and not getting much of a break during the day, which seems to happen quite often lately, which is a blessing. And so I'm going from this appointment to that appointment. I've got this person in my office, this person in my office. I'm um, eating on the go kind of a thing and drinking lots of coffee. I can start to feel like I'm not really catching my breath here. I'm feeling like I'm moving too fast. By the end of that day, I've probably got a headache and I'm feeling really depleted. Well, it's because when you're breathing that shallow breath, you're really entering, you're causing your body to enter into survival mode. You're causing your body, your, um, your nervous system, your subconscious, everything to kind of go into this, um, fight, flight, or freeze mentality. And so we want to consciously and intentionally shift out of that way of living and into this way of rest, recovery, restoration, and healing. Okay. And this is how we want to be living our life on the majority of the time, unless a lion's coming to attack us, or we have a, I mean, we have that subconscious brain, that fight, flight, and freeze part of ourselves for a very beautiful reason. It's because there are going to, there are sometimes times as a human where you've got to be fighting for your life or running from something that's dangerous or be on alert and things like that. Way back when we had this, when we were hunter gatherers and we were out there in the wilderness and hunting and running from things like big bears and stuff like that. Well, that's not the majority of our lives anymore. And so shifting out of that space. And so I'm going to uh, practice with you um, one breathing technique that has been like a lifeline for me that when I do this particular breathing technique, I am going from feeling like I probably uh, should have listened to my doctor when she told me I needed Xanax and I chose not to do that, um, to the space of doing what's called a four, seven, eight breath and feeling like I, this uh, probably equivalent to even not better because you don't have all the side effects of medication feeling like I just took an anxiety, anxiety medication. So let's practice what a four, seven, eight breath sounds like, looks like. Uh, I can't promise it's going to be perfect. You guys on, um, that are just listening, bear with me. You guys are, that are uh, viewing, bear with me. So a four, seven, eight breath is this. You're going to do this for about 10 times or so. And at first you might just be able to do it two or three times. That's beautiful. You want to work yourself up to about 10 or 12, four, seven, eight breaths. It's going to take you about a minute, a minute and a half. But after you've done it, I promise you, you're going to feel the shift. So a four, seven, eight breath is you're going to breathe in through your nose for a count of four. And you want to count pretty slowly and we'll do that. Then we're going to hold that at the top for a count of seven. And you don't want to be holding it super hard. You don't want to be straining or anything like this. You just want to breathe in for a count of four, stop, 
hold for a count of seven and then breathe out. And when we breathe out, we're going to breathe out like we're breathing out through a straw. So we want our lips to be perched kind of like we're breathing out through a straw like that. For those listening, you can't see what I just did. Um, and then you want to breathe out for a count of eight. This is where you want to make sure those abdominal muscles are engaged and be pushing with your belly to get all that breath out. Okay. And then right away, after we let that breath out, we're going to go right back into the four breathing in for a count of four. We're going to hold for a count of seven. We're going to breathe out for a count of eight. Okay. So we're going to do a couple of those. So we're going to breathe in. Hold seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, breathe out. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. Breathe in, four, three, two, one, hold, six, five, four, three, two, one, breathe out, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, and relax. How does that feel? I can tell you that just by those few four, seven, eight breaths, I feel a bit more calm. I feel more centered and grounded. I feel more confident. I feel more sure. And so I invite you just to practice that and comment. Let me know what you think. Share this with others that you might think might, might be helped by something like that. There's all sorts of breathing techniques and tools out there. So if this is something that excites you that you think might work for you, I invite you just to go out there and search breathing techniques. There are so many out there. There's breathing techniques for sleep. There's breathing techniques to uh, get more energy. So I'm excited to dive in more with that myself. And I'm excited for you as well. And now let's talk a little bit about visualization. So we talked about visualization a couple times already. I invite you guys to do this with regard to affirmations and all that kind of thing. Okay. Um, but visualization. So if you can experience in your mind something, then you can experience it in your life. So that's the beauty of visualization. If you've got this practice, like I had this practice, that I could visualize instantaneously the most terrible experience because of my life that I had lived up until a few years ago. It was very easy and sometimes can still be very easy for me to think from like zero to 10 seconds, a death situation out of fear. I can wake up. It just happened to me just about a week ago, actually, or a little bit less time. I reached out to my, my very best friends after I had this experience because it was so shocking to me because I thought I, I've already worked through these areas and here I am feeling like I didn't want to leave my house and here I am feeling like I was super afraid. And I woke up at 445 that morning, almost like out of breath already and like, 
And when I woke up, I went, <gasps> and John is laying next to me. Who's like, what's wrong? And I said, um, have Angelica, our daughter and our grandbabies had been out of town and perfectly safe and beautiful and doing a great job. There was no reason for me to be anxious or worried or anything like that. And yet I woke up this morning with this dread and fear that something was not okay with them. And I hadn't heard from them. And so something must be wrong. And so instead, and so I had this ability and I've had this ability ever since I can remember being a little girl of being able to visualize worst case scenarios. And oftentimes are like visualizing the death of people that I love, which is scary, right? And so shifting this, I mean, that can be extremely exhausting, depleting, uh, paralyzing all those things. And then if we're talking about creating, promoting, and allowing and affirming and visualization, how we can create things with our mind, holy cow, that I was doing some practicing of creating things I definitely don't want to experience at all, right? So because I know that, then I've, I have a choice. I have a choice to keep doing that same thing or shift to something better and something that will allow me to create, promote, and allow what I want to experience, which is life and beauty and grace and ease and uh, beautiful memories and health, which means I'm not out there anxious and worried and tight and afraid, right? And so I do this with visualization. And I visualize a lot when I'm doing my meditation and deep breathing because it just adds something for me. I do a lot of visualization when I'm really wanting to create something new in my life. I want to work on seeing it in my brain so that I can experience it, excuse me, in my life. I also want to share this story with you. I, uh, last year actually, so this is 2021, we were coming off of, um, the year full of recovering from John's cardiac arrest and all that happened and transpired there and all the fears that were happening there. I think I spent an entire year shallow breathing and waiting for the ball to drop, um, I can remember doing things like driving around with John and he would be driving and I would just be watching him and any little movement he made that was even remotely close to him closing his eyes and dying again, I would be a panicking fool. I mean, he would just lean his head back on the headrest. We'd be driving a long distance. He'd lean his head back on the headrest and be like, are you okay? That kind of thing. So come the beginning of last year, I am really wanting to work through some of these super heavy things. Plus, I'm just at this space in my life that I'm just like, I am ready. I am ready to transform into who I really know and believe that God's called me to be, that I see for myself. I have had this vision of my life ever since I was about 20, where I am standing on a stage and there are thousands of women in the audience. And I want to experience that. I have had this dream inside of my heart that I'm going to travel and speak and heal women and men. And, or that God's going to heal them through me, through the words that I feel really called to say. And so if I am going to do this, well, 
man, at that, where I was at the beginning of last year, there's just no way I could have even thought about how to even start that. Just the thought of being in front of that many people and saying something it was terrifying for me. And so I just started to get this idea that, it, man, if I don't get out there and do it and do something drastic to kind of help shift this inside of me, I'm going to be struggling and not reaching my goals and dreams. And so I decided to go to Sedona. I don't even know how I found it, um, but I had found this retreat and just felt really led like God himself led me to this space. And so I went to Sedona, Arizona and attended this week long spiritual retreat. And during this retreat, it is tailored specifically for you and your situation. So you meet with somebody ahead of time and you tailor your whole retreat towards what you want to experience in your healing or growth. So for me, it was a lot of releasing a lot of Uh, a lot of releasing of the thoughts and the beliefs I was holding because of the trauma I had experienced. And there were a couple of practitioners that I met with that added so much value to my life. And so I just want to share with you the, the retreats called Sedona soul adventure. So if you are looking for something like that, I highly invite that, you look up Sedona Soul Adventures and you reach out and let them know Jen Major sent you. Um, if you go and register and take a retreat, I actually get money towards being able to take another retreat. So that would be a blessing, a very big win-win. And there's two, uh, uh, every single thing I did when I was there was amazing. And there were two that really blew me away and were such a blessing. And one of those was this breath work. Uh, session. And it was, I want to say it was like a three hour session. And you go to if you've ever been to Sedona, if you haven't, please look it up and consider going if you don't even go to a retreat is one of the most amazing places on earth. Uh, They say that it is one of the most spiritual places. They say that it is um, where the veil is thinnest, at least in the United States. And so where the veil between human and spirit is thinnest, there are a lot of energy vortexes and things like that. Um, Bless, I feel it in my spirit. All my Christian friends kind of maybe having some issues with this and just trust, just trust the process. You know, God created the earth. And so there is so many energetic parts of it that, I mean, we're energy. And so there's nothing really bad or wrong about that. So this breath work I'm doing, so I'm invited to do this breath work with this practitioner and she invites me to do this open mouth breathing. And so I'm laying in this room on the floor in the most beautiful place I've ever seen in the United States. And I mean, I'm looking out the window, there's just amazing red rocks right there and just this blue sky and sunshine and breathtakingly amazing. Uh, She puts a blindfold on me. I am laying just on my back, pretty comfortable and warm. And I am breathing out of my mouth, just like, and I'll do it for you really quick. If you're just listening, bless it might sound a little silly, but just breathing out. (sighs) 
so powerfully with my belly, okay, with my diaphragm, I'm breathing. And it's never through my nose, just through my mouth. And I'm doing this for 45 whole minutes while listening to this amazing music, these um, very vibrational songs on my head on on in, in the room that's playing. As I'm processing doing this, it becomes pretty effortless and 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 she has to kind of keep waking me up because it gets so relaxing that I just want to fall asleep. But she wants me to keep pushing through and experiencing what this breath is going to do for my body. And it was like unsticking things inside of me that have been stuck for years, releasing effortlessly the things that have that were certain things that were stuck inside of me, just effortlessly releasing. And then the most amazing lightness began to occur inside of my body to where I felt like my arms and hands were completely weightless. And at the end of this session, she asks me to sit up and she asked me to drink a cup of water and I opened my eyes and I really believe that I could actually see like the ether in the air. It was like, like a golden essence. If it wasn't ether in the air, it was the angels who were surrounding me. It was like I could begin to see actual the spiritual realm. It was transformational, transformational. So that's one thing I want to share with you, the power of our breath and how it can, can tra- it can transform us if we allow it to. And then there was another practice called radiant heart healing which is definite uh, guided meditation and visualization and how the things that come up for us as I process through this radiant heart healing was so, it provided so much clarity for me. It allowed me to see people in my life in different ways and to gain compassion for myself and also for them and usher in this space of acceptance and healing for places in my life that were so heavy and so painful, like uh, the miscarriages I had experienced, where if I had even thought about those things, it would just cause my heart to be in so much pain. And this process of radiant heart healing really did this visualization, this meditation help see that in such a different light. And so it's something that I practice. It's something that I work on with my clients, actually, with my life coaching clients, is this radiant heart healing. And so what I'd love to do with you right now is just do a quick meditation. We'll take about two to three minutes. And so if you're ready, what I'd love for you to do, make sure you're not driving. If you're driving, you probably want to just pause this. Wait till you're in a quiet place where you can be present and be safe when your eyes are closed and you're relaxed. And so I just invite you to close your eyes and get comfortable. Either lay down or sit in a chair or on a couch and make sure that your spine is nice and straight. Just settle in. Remember, we're coming home to ourselves. This divine spiritual being living this human existence. Just be in awe of yourself. 
an awe of getting to this place in life and an awe of sheer willingness to listen, to be aware, and to shift. At any time you need to feel or you would like to feel like you're going a little bit deeper, a little bit more relaxed, I invite you to take a deep breath and you'll so you'll breathe in through your nose. Hold just for a moment and breathe out through your mouth. Releasing any tension. Releasing the day. Releasing the situation. And just being. And from this space, I invite you to imagine that there's this beam of warm, golden, healing light coming down from the heavens, and it happens to be headed right at the very top of your head. And imagine that little space at the very top of your head that was soft when you were a baby. That's the spot this light is now going to enter through. And allow that light to come through. Enter into your entire brain space. Allow that light to circle around and swirl around all your brain cells and brain matter and into your forehead. Continuing down into your eyeballs and your eye sockets. All those muscles and intricate nerves and everything that's there. If you feel at any time tension or tightness or pain, just breathe into that space. Relax a little bit more, release a little bit more, and allow that light to continue down through your entire face now, through your nasal cavity, through your jaw, through your teeth, down through your neck and your throat. And down into your shoulders. Let that light go down through each one of your arms. And your wrists and your hands and your fingers. Going back up then through those fingers, wrists, arms. Back up to the shoulders and then down into your chest. The upper part of your back. Continuing down into your solar plexus, your lung area, your rib cage, the middle part of your back. Allow that healing light to shift in and to swirl around every single one of your vital organs. And then down into your belly, your low back through your intestinal tract, your digestive tract. And then down into your hip space, your pelvic region, your buttocks. This is our space of creation. Continuing down into your legs, starting at your thighs, 
Allow that light to go through your thighs, the fronts, the backs, the inner and outer thighs. And then down into your knees, into your calves and your shins, into your ankles, into each one of your feet, starting at your heels, moving into the ball or the middle part of your feet, the arches, the upper part into the balls of each one of your feet, and then each into each one of your toes. And just allow that light to be. Allow yourself to be completely engulfed in this warm, golden, holy light. Mm. Allow that light to continue down now. It's in your feet, going through your feet into, if your feet are flat on the floor, going through the floor, each layer. For me, I'm on the bottom floor, so it goes through the floor, then into the ground and each layer of the earth, all the way down into the core of the earth, grounding you, supporting you, giving you the awareness that every single time you take a step, that the earth rises up to meet you. And so you are always supported, always held, always loved. We're going to just anchor this in with a couple of deep cleansing breaths. So we'll go ahead and breathe in through our nose. Hold just for a moment and breathe out like we're breathing out through a straw. And breathe in. Hold and breathe out. When you're ready, you can bring your attention back into the space that you're in. Draw your attention into your body. Feel where you're sitting again. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. Welcome back, my friends. Oh my goodness, I definitely needed that. Thank you so much for taking some time with me today to talk about meditation, to talk about breathing, to talk about visualization. And until next time, my friends, I hope you have an amazing, an amazing week.